Welcome everybody to another episode of the Pink Glasses Conversation. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to the past episodes. It's always, always a pleasure to kind of just share. I think it's a privilege to share, you know, my thoughts and my ideas. I feel like I said this the last time, right? If I did, I apologize, but I'm saying it again. It is a pleasure to be able to share my magic and to be able to share, not magic as in dark magic, but my good stuff, my good, you know, my goodness or my my creativity. <laughs> That's the word. My creativity with, you know, everyone and just the fact that you take time to listen, I do appreciate. Thank you for to everyone for the feedback. I have gotten some feedback that just like melt my heart, and how like people are able to relate with like specific things that I said or like specific episodes. I know I have just four episodes and this is the fifth, but it's just amazing, you know. Even if it's just one person from one episode. And it kind of gives the push to continue. I did miss everyone last week. I will be honest, I was just lazy. <laughs> I was lazy, plus um, I was also, like, working on other things and, you know, trying to see how I can improve and be better. So that's why I, I kind of took a break, <laughs> you know, to do just a couple of things, you know, right? And to those who follow like my personal Instagram page, I just want to say a big thank you to all the like congratulatory messages that I received after posting my graduation pictures. I just want to say that, and I'm really bad at it. The pictures are almost a year old, and you know. <laughs> And I promise, it's not really like I'm hoarding it. It's just, I'm always waiting for when is a good time to post. And then I never do it. Until summer graduation was happening this time. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just go with this graduation flow and this graduation season. Because if I don't, that is it. So, but I, you know, I still am so grateful to everyone. um, And for the congratulatory messages and all the greetings and everything that I received I do appreciate I planned to talk about my move to Bend and like start you know like do like a story because I feel like I've been saying very like serious stuff you know like very serious things and I want us to I can be serious but I'm, I'm also cool you know I'm cool calm collected so but after posting that picture and speaking to a number of people, pink glasses conversation, right? <laughs> and speaking to a number of people, I was like, I think this is just the perfect time to summarize 
my move like my first move like start the story and so that's what influenced i, I already wanted to do like call it like a jackpot series so for for my listeners who are not nigerians Jakwa is a Nigerian slang for relocating, <laughs> relocating out of the country, relocating out of your home country and seeking greener pastures or more opportunities to, to put in a better way, right? So for this first Jakwa series, I would just summarize, right? summarize what i couldn't write in my caption basically there's a lot to talk about there's a lot to talk about not just my personal journey but lessons from my journey and you know work walking with other people lessons from that i do plan to share a lot of content to help you know people who plan to apply to grad school from another country doesn't have to be nigeria might be because that's my experience but there's probably one or two things that you can learn if you do plan to apply to grad school from another country or to move to another country you know i i will be doing a lot of storytelling in this jackpot series but I will try as much as possible to kind of put pointers and things that people can learn about moving to a new city or moving to a new country. And so like I said today, I'll just give like an overview of my experience as an international graduate student from Nigeria studying at the School of Social Work. You know, later I'll talk about specifics like academics and books and studying and funding and admission processing and building community and holding values while you have, you know, an open mind. Um, volunteering, um, community engagement, campus engagement, so many sides to the story, you know, and I'll talk more about that moving forward. But today I'll just summarize and say a few. I was talking to my friends this morning and I told her, I said, you must, if I talk about this topic, so I'll just give her a shout out, right? Shout out to Zainab because <laughs> she definitely influenced me to, to talk about this today. Again, if you have any topic you want me to talk about, please just send me a DM on my personal page on Lighthouse Ministry IG page or WhatsApp, any anywhere you contact me or a personal text message. And I will give, I'll say your name if you, if you want me to, I will say your name and give you a shout out or give your business a shout out. I mean, you know, I know I'm still up and coming, but I'm able to do that. Right. So shout out to Zena before influencing this topic. She was like, Olalu, you do not tell me that this is how it is. <laughs> I was like, Zainab, I warned you, you know, because a lot of times when people move or to be more specific like people that i know like africans or nigerians or myself or when i moved and, I, and i've heard it from friends as well is a lot of times when people move and immigrate from like their country there's this euphoria you know that i'm going to a greener pasture or and, I, and i'm getting better opportunities very true very true 
I'm not about to taunt your imagination or expectation. However, if you are moving, jack buying from a country, maybe through, for example, true education, please and please, let me tell you, right, let me use this opportunity and space to inform you that you are going to school. <laughs> in the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> it will look like, oh, you know, I'm going, I'm doing this, you're doing... Cause, and again, sometimes it's not our fault. There's so much admission process as an international student. For me, for example, my admission process took me almost two years. Like, from the onset up until the day I landed, it took me almost two years, right? From exams to certificates to results, the name is transcripts, yes, that's the word, to transcripts, to GRE exam, to recommendations, to letters, to deadlines, like international students have an earlier deadline a lot of times than um local students or you know local students yeah and so you have to start early that's like the, the number one rule start early and so because of that like we get so wrapped up in all of that that we forget the how that we are going to use to travel which in my case and in the case of a lot of people is education so you get there, you do all of that, you do the visa, you know, you get all the processing in, the Lord answers your prayer, you land, you arrive, your focus has paid, you know. But then, after you get here and you still do all those processing and arrival checking and all of that, September or end of August will reach and you would have to attend the class. You would have cosmetics. You would have to read. You would have to do paper. You would have to do research. In some of us, in some of us in our cases, and for some of us in our cases, you would have to do internship credit hours. And you would have to work as well, either on campus or off campus. Then reality will set in. And then it's like, wait, what? Some people have left, have you know left school two years ago three years ago five years ago have left college have left undergrad they have finished undergrad and now they are applying to grad school some people already have masters and are applying for phd and the last time they had masters was maybe 2015 2005 2010 regardless of your age but then it's like wait when last was i in school and then boom number one Number two, you get faced with culture shock. And if you're moving to America, I mean, for me, you know, I'm in the US, by the grace of God. If you're moving to America, culture shock, the America of Hollywood, it's not, it's not completely the true image of America in real life, right? There's culture shock. You're going to be with people. You're going to be with classmates. People are going to ask you very, very weird questions. And let me just address the elephant in the room. 
There are some questions that people would ask you as an international student from Africa. I'm not promoting violence, but it will upset you. Like from your internal being to your external body, it will upset you. People, I remember being asked by a course midnight, my very, like my third week in class or something. And she was having like sweets or candy or something. And she was like, hey, Ola, um, I just wanted to like, have you ever had candy before? And then, uh, I looked at her and I was like, Holy Spirit, activate. Because if I said what was inside of me, yeah, that's it. That's the caption. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you think? Do you think I live in the zoo? Right? Like, even if I live in the zoo, candy, sweets, come on. Come on. Sometimes ignorance, but sometimes ah, 21st century, 2021, 2022 is next week. We, we can't, we're not supposed to be asking those questions. We have Google, we have YouTube, right? Before I digress, let me come back. But anyways, culture shock. If you're not used to hearing people speak with an American accent, a Canadian accent, a UK accent, don't forget that your professors will speak in that accent. Your classmates will speak in that accent. The people at the store will speak in that accent. The people that you buy food from will speak in that accent. Everywhere you go, most people will speak in that accent. So you have to be ready. Also, we tend to forget that we are leaving our friends and family behind. In most cases. In most cases. At least first family. Some people move with their spouse and their child, if they're a young couple, if they're, you know, mid, mid-age couple, some people, you know, live with that. You know, some people are in relationships back home, back in their home country. And then they're having to move. In the middle of the move and all the visa applications and all the processing, it's easy to be clouded. Like, oh, we got this. Oh, we'll be fine. Oh, I'll see you. Blah, blah, blah. But then you not leave. And then you fly. Fly with Delta. Fly with Turkish. Whichever one you fly with. Wherever you're going. And then you land. And then you realize that. Ohio is your best friend. You're on your own. I mean, with the help of God. But largely, you're having to make a whole new community. Even if you have an aunt, a cousin, a sister, a mother, or, you know, a parent, or at least one contact person in the country that you're going to, or in the city that you're going to, except you're living in the same house, huh? Still, you will be OIO most of the time. You will be OIO most of the time. You have to, like, for me, I felt like I was a child again. I had to I had to make new friendships because living home, I already had f- friends that we have been together for years. I can't even remember how we became friends. Some I met in secondary, in secondary school or, you know, high school. 
Some people I met in college, at the university, some people are friends from primary school, from basic, from grade one, grade two. How can I remember how we became friends? So it's like, I go here and I was like, wait, so I have to start meeting people and is this, can this person be a friend? You know, and then you have to share yourself over again. They have to get to know you. You have to get to know them. You know, you're just meeting them. You have to create new relationships with you. And it's easy to be like, they should know. They will not know because it's a new relationship. Like back home with some of my friends, even if I didn't see anything, they knew they could read the room, right? And they could be like, ah, I think this is what is wrong with Allah. However, with new people, I have to describe myself all over again. I have to be gracious with them and they have to be gracious to me, right? So you have to build a community. Shout out to my Athens family. I had great, had plus have great community while in school when I just came. Like, I had a community that was ready to like carry me and pick me up, you know. And it was fabulous. It was, it helped me so much, you know. I had Nigerian friends, I had African friends, and I'm not saying don't just mix with people from your country, but at least I could speak my native language. Whenever we had a, you know, like a party or a gathering, I would eat Nigerian food, right? You know, like these are people that in, in some sense or in a sense shared similar values with me right there are just some things that we understood you know and if i was having trouble with any culture shock these people were there to as shock observer you know they can't get me like eh you cannot fall you know but I, I want to apologize if you're not nigerian and if you're not in the u.s please just take my story as a reference point the best that i can say is from my experience and where i'm coming from but I do hope that, you know, you can find bits and pieces. And hopefully I'm able to share more information that is, you know, general, um, that everyone can use. Anyways, you know, I will say that if you take the effort that you put back when you were in college, if you're applying for grad school, maybe master's or PhD, just that, that, that effort that you used to looking for lecture, <laughs> to look for a lecture rather, to source for material, source for handouts before you look for cl- um, look for your you know decide on your class before this happens, before that happens, that don't even pertain to edu- to the academic piece of school, but just ah uh, no lights ah uh, okay let's go also for water you know the that effort that strength. If you're able to put it, right, and channel it into academics, believe you me, by the grace of God, it will pay, right? Because here in in the U.S., in Canada, in the, U, in the U.K., in Germany, you know, in different parts of the world, in this or that, in the, in the abroad, <laughs> in the abroad, 
there's internet, there's, you know, there's open communication with lecturers. Professors are open. They have opened up policy. You can email them. I mean, just, just, just side notes, <laughs> just side note, because I want to try to make this as much as of a personal story while I'm, while I'm giving some key information to make it a story and not so serious. I remember my first few months here and I think we have like a, a departmental like road trip or something. And so we had like a break, like a 15 minutes break and everyone was like on queue to, or like on a line to use the restroom. And then I see the dean of my department, the assistant dean or associate dean of my department. And I was like, ah, my dean on the queue, a whole dean queuing with students. I was like, wait, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> if you do understand where I'm coming from, if you ever went to school with me, you will get it because we're so used to people in these spaces. I am so used to people in these spaces. I was used to people in, that hold these positions in these spaces being unaccessible. I don't. I didn't even know the email address of my the dean of my department when I was in college. Right, like maybe it was available, but the fact, but the thought of even emailing my dean, like dear dean, <laughs> it's. It was, it was like a myth. It was like unattainable. Like n- that's not possible. Like what? How the email? Di- Why you don't want to have Karyuva extra? Like who are you? I don't think I, I went near his office. But over here, it's like you're receiving emails from the dean. You know, you can email the dean if you have concerns, and the dean will reply you in like twenty. Four to forty-eight hours. You can reach out for resources. You can speak to somebody in front desk. Not even talk of professors. I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> this is too good to be true. I think I'll do something wrongly. And it's because of where we're coming from. Where where I am coming from. Where I am coming from. Side note: three over four of my education was COVID, like pure COVID, was virtual learning, everything, COVID. I only had a few months of physical class um, before we turned to hybrid and all the mixes, but of a normal classroom was just like a few, a semester and half. (laughs) And then the remaining, you know, two semesters and another half was completely covid reading i will say not out of self-glorification but as a note is that it took work not just for me it took work for everyone that i know that went through that process but you know like god was and is you know still with me and stood by me and helped me through the process even with the work you know i made the work a whole lot easier (laughs) you know um 
and again, you know, my community, people that, friends that will bring food, you know, the baby showers, the parties, the potlucks, the cookouts. Shout out to my sisters that, you know, <laughs> it was beautiful to have two other Nigerian sisters that we could just look each other in the eye during the class and we could communicate and we could just be like, oh my goodness, what is this, right? <laughs> We just had that special sign language, like big, big shout out, big, big shout out to them. Um, I mean, I'll just mention their name. They cannot beat me to Linda and Bate. Um, you know, these sisters stood with me um, and helped me. The days of overnight assignments, the days of research papers. And I'm like, wait, What? What is this? Um, shout out to my friends. Um, you know, I did have a group of friends that tried, you know, to understand me. Because I can just be a box and a whirlwind of emotions. Forget nice voice and pretty face. <laughs> I, I can be, and I think we all can. You know, but just friends to my church community, to my fellowship community back in Athens. Um, I am beyond grateful. Um, you know, the journey was long. The journey was a, was a tough one. Um, you know, and for the most of it, a lot of people didn't know I wasn't in school. You know, a lot of my old network didn't know I had even left the country. Um, and I, 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 I don't mean to be... A, a party pooper and <laughs> probably we'll talk about this i will just i'm just saying i will talk about talk about it and i will talk about it now you know but just to add as well not down the mood is you know moving when i moved to start my to start grad school i had just recently lost my dad um and i had to travel I think in three weeks, like after the burial and everything. And it just broke me. Like I, I, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't just get myself. I didn't get myself. I was trying to get my feet. Um, you know, I left, like I said, friends and family back home. I'm a big family girl. I'm a big community girl. And not having that and having to start all over was was a tough one while still trying to deal with grief while still trying to learn i mean i left school in what like two years ago like i didn't even remember how to read anymore and having to do all of that and and learn all of that it 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 shook me (laughs) um it shook me really hard but i'm grateful i'm grateful for my not my biological brother but my brother you know my big brother who stood with me through my admission process my friends who even from back home and right here supported me before i left while i left you know checked in on me um just a lot of people that i'm grateful for you know for the opportunity to serve you know in different capacities while at school um you know, I served with some executive boards. I volunteered. I 
I did a couple of things, you know. I'm not going to recite my resume, you know, but I, I'm just grateful for for all of that opportunity and I do not take it lightly. I do not take it for granted. Everyone, just everyone, and to everyone again that sent congratulatory messages, I am grateful. I'm beyond grateful, you know, again to my church and just everyone, everyone. And I, I just really wanted to say that, um, so, that is an introduction <laughs> to my Jackpot series. A lot more gist and inside scope to come. Um, don't forget if you want, if there's anything you want me to touch on any topic, feel free to let me know. The song for this week is "The Story I'll Tell" by Maverick City Music. You're you're ready. You already know that I um <laughs> yeah, Maverick City. We have an internal bond and connection. Um but the song relates with me and to me on so many levels. So many levels. But you know, in the past phase and in the current phase that I am, um also, just as like an FYI, I have a playlist now um, on Spotify. I don't know if I have the internal muscle and strength to do the same for Apple Music, but there is a Spotify playlist of like all the songs from the podcast and also on social media there's something i do called like a sunday special where i feature like short worship videos and so those songs and songs from the podcast are on the playlist and can be easily accessed right um the quote for this week in this episode is that you carry it well does not make the burden any easier I don't know we all struggle with certain things. I don't know we have some battles. Diff- you know, all of us have specific battles or battles that we go through personally. Some for days, weeks, months, even years. Health, finances, emotions, family, life, work, relationship. So many things. Um, and so some of us have... Not you, some of us are so used to carrying that that burden you know or carrying that or living through that um that sometimes we forget that because we have the strength to or because we have received strength by God's grace or the fact that we've been going through it for so long does not make it any light of what it is you know doesn't make it any easier doesn't make it less of what it is it still is you know, a challenge, a burden, um, a barrier. But I do hope that in whatever we're carrying is that we're able to leave that burden to the Lord and take it to the Lord to help us. So that, because truth is, you know, if we carry on, we can't carry it by ourselves, no matter how much we try. So today's one is a bit long it's uh, a, a tad bit over the 30 minutes mark and i apologize but you can you can tell that i love stories so thank you everyone have a good weekend talk to you next week because next week is christmas it's the most wonderful time of the year and 
you already know I'm excited so I will talk to you guys next week on Christmas day another episode up until then have a great week have a great weekend don't forget that Jesus loves you bye bye